The release of the game and watch, Super Mario Bros. seems to confirm that Nintendo has no plans to revive or revisit the Game Boy as it did with its NES and SNES throwback consoles. It's time to move on because there are other companies happy to indulge your Game Boy nostalgia. With a matching Famicom-inspired design, and Burnick's newer 280V delivers the retro experience that many gamers feel Nintendo's new game and watch revival should have. Note, a sample of the Amburnic Retro Game 280V was provided to Gizmodo by online retailer Keep Retro. For the past couple of years Amburnic has been churning out better and better Linux-powered handhelds that leverage software emulation to play retro games from classic consoles like the Atari 2600, Game Boy, and Sega Genesis. To even more powerful 3D systems like the original PlayStation and the N64. Our current recommendation for retro gaming on the go is the Amburnic RG350P featuring a landscape design like the original Game Boy Advance and a pair of analog joysticks that are crucial if you intend to play 3D games that include camera control. It's a lovely piece of hardware, but a 3.5-inch screen, and those joysticks means the RG350P isn't particularly pocket-friendly. Enter the new RG280V. Home Entertainment. Gaming. Amburnic Retro Game 280V. What is IT? A Game Boy-inspired handheld gaming console capable of playing countless retro titles through emulation, from the Nintendo Game Boy to the original Sony PlayStation. Price. $86. Like. More compact and pocketable than Anburnic's other retro handhelds. Dislike. Lack of analog sticks means you'll be mostly using it to play retro games from the 16-bit era and earlier, and you still need to source your own game files. Gito Media may get a commission. Buy Anburnic RG2 ATV for $80 from AliExpress. If you took an original Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, and Nintendo's new game, and watch and mash them all together to create a handheld highlighting all their best features, you'd end up with a console like the new Anburnic RG2 ATV. Internally it shares almost all of the same guts as the RG350P, including a dual-core 1.0 GHz JZ4770 processor, 512MB of IAM, and a slightly smaller 2100mAh battery that promises up to 7 hours of battery life assuming you steer clear of playing more CPU-intensive games. That means, like the RG350P, the newer 280V can emulate consoles like the PlayStation and N64, but you're probably going to want to make the PS1 your cutoff in terms of what games you'll actually try to play on this thing. The RG280V right is much smaller than the RG350P left, but runs with the same processor and RAM so it can technically play any game the larger handheld can. Photo, 
Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. The RG2 ATV atop is much thicker than Nintendo's game and watch Super Mario Brothers. But the smooth plastic action buttons and well-protected screen means it's more pocket-friendly. Photo, Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. If you trimmed away all the original Game Boy's fat you'd end up with the RG2 ATV. Photo, Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. 1-3. The RG2 ATV is much smaller than the RG350P and features a vertical design, hence the view in the name, are like the Game Boy, and the later folding versions of the Game Boy Advance. It's a little on the chunky side, much thicker than Nintendo's new game, and watch, but at the same time it's much easier to slip into a pocket. However, the improvement in portability comes at the cost of losing the RG350 PS analog joysticks. As with previous Ambernic handhelds, the controls on the RG2 ATV feel great, but its smaller footprint means the RG2 ATV lacks analog control sticks, so playing 3D games requiring camera control is all but impossible. Photo, Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. The buttons and D-pad on the RG2 ATV right are larger than those on the new game, and watch, Super Mario Brothers, and slightly more comfortable to game with. Photo, Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. The RG2 ATV features two pairs of shoulder buttons in an excellent tiered layout, and in addition to USB-C charging, there's also a headphone jack on top. Photo, Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. 1-3. The RG2 ATV features just a four-way directional pad, a set of four action buttons, and dedicated buttons for start and select. As with previous Ambernic handhelds all the controls feel fantastic, with just enough click and resistance, and they're larger than the buttons Nintendo included on the new game, and watch which is a definite plus. But it means that while you can limp along playing some PlayStation titles, you'll just be frustrated trying to tackle any N64 games. The RG2 ATV is better suited to games from the 16-bit era and older. Undefined. Gamers with larger hands might have a struggle reaching the RG2 ATV's shoulder buttons with their index fingers. Photo, Andrew Lashevsky Gizmodo. Is the RG2 ATV too small? It depends on the size of your hands and the games you're playing. The two sets of tiered shoulder buttons on top are needed for playing GEA, SNES, and Genesis games, and if you've got larger hands like yours truly, it can be a little tricky to bend your index fingers down to reach them. I do find handhelds like the larger RG350P more comfortable to hold for longer play sessions, but it doesn't mean that those of us with beefy paws necessarily need to stick to simpler games from the pre-shoulder buttons era on the RG2 ATV. Comfort is often just one of the necessary sacrifices for smaller handhelds, remember the excellent Game Boy Micro.
My fingers still hurt. Undefined. The RG280V screen is beautiful, with a laminated design that makes it bright and crisp with excellent viewing angles. At 2.8 inches it's smaller than the RG350 PS 3.5 inch screen, but also features a small resolution bump so actually looks better. Photo, Andrew Lyshevsky Gizmodo. The RG280V smaller footprint also means the RG350 PS 3.5 inch screen has been reduced to 2.8 inches here but a minor resolution bump to 480 times 320 pixels means it looks a little better, despite being smaller. It also features the same IPS laminated display as the RG350P which sits flush with the screen cover. As a result the RG280V screen looks fantastic and crisp with excellent viewing angles and I would actually choose it over the screen Nintendo used on its new game, and watch. Undefined. RM files can be loaded using a microSD card loaded in a slot, while the RG280V software lives on another microSD protected with a sticker that is challenging to cleanly remove. As a result, software and firmware updates aren't easy. Photo. Andrew Lyshevsky Gizmodo. The RG280V and any retro gaming device that relies on RM files does require some basic competency when it comes to getting games onto the device. The RG280V is easier than most, letting you simply fill a microSD card with RM files that then pops into a slot on the side of the handheld. It doesn't come with any games, however, which brings us to the point in the review where I remind you that playing games using RM files, not the original cartridges or discs, is a legal grey area which also complicates sourcing these types of files. Undefined. There's no sugarcoating it. The RG280VS software is ugly and often frustrating to use. But it's functional, and the handheld delivers excellent performance for 16-bit games and older. Photo, Andrew Lyshevsky Gizmodo. You'll also need to brace yourself for the RG280V's Linux-based operating system, which lacks the polish and user-friendliness of the front-ends on most mainstream gaming systems. More simply put, OpenDingux is ugly, kind of a pain to navigate, often confusing, and usually a challenge to perform firmware and software upgrades. You don't need to be a hacker to figure it out, but you will need the patience of a saint. If you're wondering why you can get a handheld gaming system with a beautiful screen that can play thousands of games for less than $100, this is why. If you're looking for an all-around excellent handheld emulator, the RG350P is still my top recommendation, and a solid piece of hardware that still shines. If portability is your priority, or you're just looking for a modern take on the Game Boy, or you're disappointed that Nintendo is now selling a $50 handheld that only plays Super Mario Bros. and a stick-figure juggling game, the RG280V is the better way to go.
Most of my retro gaming happens with the consoles of my youth like the Game Boy and SNES, and the RG2 ATV plays all of those games wonderfully. The hardware and capabilities of the handheld more than make up for the lack of polish in the operating system, and assuming you're not singularly obsessed with Super Mario Bros., you're better off spending a few extra bucks on the RG2 ATV over the new system, game. System, I want to play those games. You're not supposed to Read see any me. of that stuff. That system probably gets. Listen, listen to Mamma Machine. On video games, consoles, and Hi, I uh, was looking at the Atari VCS, and it has GameStop's logo on their website. Um, what's what's going on with the v Atari VCS? The VCS, you said? Yeah, Victor, Charlie, Sam. Okay. It's that new. It's that new Atari. They're trying to make it look like the twenty six hundred, but in, like brand new. You know. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, they've got your um, logo on their website. When are they releasing? Can I pre-order? Pay in advance? Um, yeah, so let me, let, give me one second here. Um, so yeah, they, we had a, oh no, that's still coming out. There's a 400 bait. I think these were supposed to come out earlier this year, but they probably got delayed due to COVID. Um, there's one that's no longer for pre-order that's supposed to come out at Christmas Eve, apparently. Um, that's $250. There is an 800 base one that's for 300 and an 800 Onyx all-in one as well that comes out the, I that's March 1st, it looks like. Uh, that one's 400 bucks. Okay. So these, the other two have gotten pushed back a little bit farther, it looks like. And what do you have in stock? Um, I don't have anything right now, because I think, uh, like I said, they got pushed back, I think. So the, the closest one that's coming out is going to be, like, Christmas Eve, it looks like. Oh, really? Can I pre-order? Not that one. You can pre-order the other ones, though. Um, I'm not sure why this one got cut off so early. Um, but my guess is just, you know, resources and things, and it may as well have just cut it off early because of COVID. Not yeah. Sure. So you're getting the Atari 400... Um, Christmas Eve? Oh yeah, v VCS, yeah, it's, um, that's the day that it's supposed to come out, I guess, but I wouldn't be surprised if it came, you know, a couple days later. Um, but that's technically the street date for it. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get it here, um, but the other game stops might, uh, especially if they have it pre-ordered. Um, but if you want any of the other ones that are a bit more expensive, you should definitely pre-order those at your local GameStop. Uh, that way they can get the, sent to that store and then you can pick it up. So I have to literally go to your store Christmas Eve to your store and see if you have it? Um, you can probably call ahead to see um, if we're even going to get any at all. Because we can see if they're like en route, if they're, if they're supposed to get one or not. Yeah. Or obviously call that day to be like, hey, like, what's, what's up with that? Um, we have our hours actually posted for that day. We're going to be open from like 8 to 8. Okay. And then can you clarify what you can plug in as SD card or USB Drive. What um, we've heard that there's hard drive options. What's going on with that? Yeah, let me see. Um, I don't. I don't have a good answer.
answer for you. I'm sorry, I have to double check. I have to also look at it here to see you. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, CPCS, Atari. Um, all in system bundle. Oh, okay, 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 I see. So there was the Onyx base one for 300, like I said. The one that's for 400 is just a bundle. It comes with a joystick and then a wireless controller. So that, that's just a bundle there. Um, for the system itself, um, it's got an AMD Ryzen processor, some Radeon graphics technology, so you could do 4K streaming. Expand the storage. It looks like a yeah, USB drive or some sort of like flash drive would probably be fine, yeah. That looks like what it has there. Oh, okay. It takes USB. Uh, yep, it has an 8GB RAM. It's fully upgradable. Um, and then you can, you know, um, expand the storage. Uh, it's, on our website it says, quote, expand the storage of your Atari VCS and unlock the open sandbox with a USB drive made in USA. So yeah, probably just some extra little storage there. What's the sandbox? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't tell me. It just says their sandbox. I'm guessing it's probably just like your your play space. Like in, upgrade with more games to download is what I'm assuming. Oh, so it's on the cloud. Okay. It, well, not necessarily, but uh, possibly. Okay, but with that particular Atari, these aren't cartridges. Is it cartridges like we did in the '70s with the Atari? Um. Or is it all well, cloud? Yeah, that would be now that you point that out, yeah, I don't think that has like a, a cartridge space. It might just be, I like downloading it digitally to it. That's probably what it is actually, yeah. Okay. I can't wait till, you know, Christmas Eve. Yeah, and how, hopefully how, we'll, how, we'll have it there. How much is it? With other GameStops. Um, the regular one is two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Um, this one I'm looking at particular. It's the eight hundred Onyx base as opposed to the four hundred. Uh, the eight hundred is only fifty bucks more. Okay, so the four hundred is what's going to be hopefully be available in December. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, no you have a great have night. Bye bye. This is about the Atari VCS, this all-in-one gaming console that's supposed to go on the cloud. Anyways, I posted something that's been getting a lot of attraction. And I said, with all due respect to the engineers and programmers, I'm not holding my breath for the Atari VCS 800. Delays, smoke and mirrors, getting distracted by cryptocurrency, getting people's hopes up, etc., 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 I'm putting my energy in my 2600. I think it's sad that Atari licenses its brand to these operators who have an opportunity to bring the magic back into the video game experience that I felt in 1977. Thank you for responding. And what did people say? James said, should have made it look like a Woody Woodpecker fail. Gorilla said, Atari dove into the ground decades ago. The name is bought and sold multiple times. Caveat emptor. Marcus said, anything past 1980 isn't really Atari, doesn't bother me. I'm not related to an Atari. Bill, you must be joking. I like the early stuff probably more than most. But the Warner years was the golden age of real Atari. Philippe said, they would make more money just by selling the shell case only. 
so we can all put a Raspberry Pi or anything else Android open source inside. Marcus said it's more powerful than a Pi in open source. It can already do more than a Pi. I'm confused why people want a Pi for such an application. Even the new Pi 4 is simple compared to the AMD design. Kev said maybe a dentist will buy the mold. Steve, yeah, but a Pi 400 is only 100 and it's a complete system. And then one of the programmers for the Atari responded, which I didn't anticipate. Mark, I'm in possession of a unit. It ships with emulated version of the original Atari 2600 titles as well as original Atari coin-op hits. They are very well done and faithful. The unit is pretty slick. I am a developer and I'm looking on a game, working on a game right now. I'm grinding away trying to get it done on time. And then Mark said to Mark, I wish you the best, but there's been too many red flags on this, too many developers left, too many empty promises. And then Mark, the programmer, says, thanks, man. Worst comes to worst, I'll port my game to another platform. However, stylistically, my game belongs in the Atari realm. It was originally conceived to go into a coin-op machine for a home arcade. I wanted to build a custom coin-op game, something new but felt appropriate to the 80s. Mark, how about the Amico? Mark, not familiar with that one. Are you referring to the Intellivision guys? I do feel for the developers that are hitting dead ends with this. Mark, it's a risk to develop for a new console. However, I had the game already in development. It made sense to try to tra target this console. Worst comes to worst, I'm not giving away the game free on the PC and Mac. I love to make some money, but at the end of the day, there's no point in being a game designer if nobody plays your game. True. Dan, exactly. It's ineffective as someone is sitting at the foot of the bed telling you how great the sex will be, but you never get it. Heh. <laughs> Mark, will do. Excellent suggestion. Much appreciated. Mark, I had a hooker analogy, but didn't know this page was PGRR. Mark, Dan, well, the greatest thrill for a designer is to see someone play their game. Many years ago, I released my first game. It sold on CD-ROM on Amazon, and nobody wanted it. To this day, I give out CDs at Halloween with candy. Laugh out loud, I used them as coasters. Hello? Mark, from what I know about Demico, the guy that bought television grew up on and truly loves the brand and looks pretty interesting too something different mark i grew up on all those consoles sadly i'm dating myself i was around for the invention of all this to this day i still own the vectrex i use my own intellivision and aquarius computer i still have ColecoVision as well it was an amazing time there was something very special about the 80s video games movies and pop culture Benzie, Atari died in 1994, except no imitations. Mark, I think it died well before that. Benzie, when Nolan got forced out and the corporate suits took over. Mark, yes, I'm 43, Atari 5200 was my first. I collect everything video games. Mark, I'm a little older, but I definitely collect the same area. I used to collect arcade game machines. Mark, I have a unit, and it's not vaporware. I'm currently developing a game for it. The controls are pretty decent. 
the unit plays homage to the original VCS and has a nice form factor. And then the programmer showed a preview of the game. Star Commander. Dan, it's good to see developers have them, but it, until it's in customers' hands, it's still suspiciously, suspiciously vaporware. Repeated delays don't help and certainly does no good for developers who want to sell software to customers. Ultimately, if they delayed to make sure it's a quality product, it's worth it. But until that moment when ordinary people hold it in their hands and we don't see people posting news or seeing them, arguments of possible scams will seem stronger. Jamie, this isn't really Atari, so not a big loss console-wise. Scott, I want one. Phil, I've kept quiet about the subject too, but this summer will be five years since I waited for the release to happen. Ed said this thing has been delayed more than I had dates. David, I've had it up to here with all things must be streaming. With a card, should you decide when you're going to play it with streaming services the provider does. If you can't open it, you don't own it. Travis, they could sell so many of those retro joysticks if they're durable. Russell, seriously, this has taken a great pumpkin levels of pathetic to see everyone that is waiting for God. Dudes, it's a scam. You've been scammed. Get over it. It's not happening ever. Play your emulators. Mark, is that a flashback 10? I have one, but don't know where to buy the paddles. Steven, just create a wireless dongle for the real 2600 and sell that controller. Every 2600 owner would get it to release something. Laugh out loud. Ross, PS5 or Atari 800, which one should I go to shop and buy? Wallace, I agree with man. That from what I've heard and read about the Atari 800, that is a big disappointment. Wallace also said problems. No cartridge slot for standard 2600 games. No visible SIM card slot for bin files of games. No apparent USB port for a flash thumb drive. Wallace, apparent contradictions, internet access in order to download games, but no established game library website. Supposedly it has new digital storage format that is intended to replace hard drives, but they give almost no details about how to use it. No mention concerning its internet connection. Is it fiber optic or cellular data transfer? You forgot to add does not exist and never will, Russell said. Well, it could have posted instead only, only one that exists as the prototype model, nothing else. Russell, the ultimate in vaporware, and we have no idea if the prototype even works, and I have a prototype time machine in my garage. Marcus, the backers will be receiving their consoles very soon. I'm not recommending anyone buy one, but I can't figure out why people love to bring this up and take a dump on it. If you don't care, move on. Dan, because it's frustrating and suggestive of a scam in vaporware. It's not as if this hasn't ever happened before until they are finally in people's hands. It will remain a sore spot for everyone involved. And then Russell, the backers, will get their Atari VCS is the same time Charlie Brown kicks the football Lucy is holding for him. Dan, still haven't gotten mine and unstuck with them all along. Very disappointing. 
for it. Nobody has given the good reason to buy this thing. If the nostalgia you want, you don't want an Atari, original Atari, a retro. You want a Atari Retro on 77 or a games thing fits that bill. New versions of antique games. Well, I can play those on my PC, and they still wouldn't be very demanding on even 20, 2005 hardware. So I'm going to buy something from a wannabe Atari company. Just because it says Atari with no other reason, help me out here. As an Atari enthusiast, I love playing the new homebrews and having new content created from my 40-year-old toys. Russell, oh, and to add to the fact that this is vaporware and has been announced for half a decade and suckers keep lining up and tossing their money at it, yet nothing has ever come out and probably never will. Christian need to release the controllers separately and sell a version of the shell to fit Raspberry Pis and compatibles. Thank you for leaving messages. You can also go to... The Atari VCS, previously known as the Atari Box, found quite a bit of success when it launched its Indiego page in 2018. Atari managed to raise over $3 million with 11,597 backers. The company marketed the system as a home console PC hybrid while still keeping the classic Atari feel. It resembles the Atari 2600 but with a sleeker, more modern style. The $400 console bundle will come with two controllers, a classic joystick, and an Xbox-like gamepad, and more than 100 classic Atari games built into the system. Buyers will be able to download and stream a variety of games on the system, as well, $3,058,123 USD by 11,597 backers. $2,955,228 by 11,188 backers on June 20. But created, designed, more than 40 years ago, Atari opened a portal into our living rooms with the Atari 2600. Now, we're ready to reopen that portal and introduce a brand new Atari product, inspired by the past, but created, designed, and engineered for today. Introducing the Atari VCS. The 2600 was just this meteor from another planet. It crashed here and kicked off the evolution of all gaming life as we know it. Not only was this sort of a video game console, but it was turning television into a more social activity. It was like we were transported into the future. Something magical happening on the TV for the first time. It is pretty exciting to see Atari kind of come back and take what they did well and reimagine that for this new generation that are playing games differently, consuming media differently, having different social experiences around this type of media. It's taking everything we loved about that first sort of simple retro Atari experience, the first time we used it, and bringing it into a modern context, which is a bit more complex. One of the unique things about the Atari VCS is its PC architecture and Linux operating system. You can play hundreds of classic Atari games on it, but there's more to it than that. Modern games will be there too, along with social media, streaming video, music, and so much more. Hey Atari, let's play Tempest 4000. Our mission was to create an iconic and authentic Atari product. One that's beautiful and evokes emotion, not just another box to shove under your TV. 
The 2600 offers this amazing palette of iconic details. You've got toggle switches and wood grain and fins and angles. We looked at taking each of those core components and evolving it for a next generation with something that feels like it felt and not trying to look how it looked then. So with the 2600, it was a box with ribbing on a surface, and we were looking at that detail and started talking about, well, what if the box was entirely ribs? It's not a box with applied ribs. It's actually constructed from individual fins and layers. We found a way to inlay a real natural wood product, and it's a beautiful finish, but it also becomes a really interactive part of the product. The interface shines through that material. We feel strongly that a product like this deserves a little more thought, a little more effort, and a little more heart by solving for design intent, manufacturability, thermals. One of the things that was exciting me the most about it was the controller. To see sort of a reimagined yet more versatile version of the same thing that I grew up with in my hand was instantly the one thing that I was super happy with. We wanted to do something really special for our previous We've created a special launch edition of the VCS only available on India. Atari is kind of transcended beyond even those who had a chance to play it. Everything that I've personally done in gaming past that point all trails back to those original. It's a refreshing breath of air to have the Atari brand come back to gaming. The Atari Video Computer System is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. You can't keep me in here, Atari. Tonight, play it. I'd like an Atari 2600 system, please, and everything that goes with everything. It. You sure want everything? I want everything. Now you're getting your low price, up to $30 a rebate office, and a free pack. Is that everything? It's not everything. You can get nearly 300 different cartridges. 300? That's nothing. It's something. But it's not everything. Soon there'll be a voice module, trackball, remote control joysticks, and a computer keyboard. It's amazing. It's amazing, but it's not everything. It's not everything. Soon there'll be educational games, too. Is that everything? That's everything. For now. For now. The Atari 2600. Now get up to $30 in rebate offers plus a free pack. Atari Anonymous, my son Boris has a missile command problem. My mission in life is to save all of mankind. Lately, my daughter has developed a similar problem with Atari Warriors. Now with video pinball, my husband is acting funny lately. With Atari games so ingenious, so involving, so intense, I ask you, Atari Anonymous, is this problem contagious? You wanna play Berserk? You're on. Hey, where are you going? The video arcade! You can't play Berserk at home. Now you can. Space Invaders, perhaps? 
What shall we play for? For fun, of course. <laughs> no other company offers you as many different video game cartridges as Atari.
Coast-to-coast, coast, worldwide, global television appearance. Yes, that's right. I'm here to tell you about this heinous scheme hatched with an Ellington mineral. But for what, you ask? World domination? Nay. Something far more happy. A virus called Vinci that when launched would cause Ellington mineral tankers to capsize is to be blamed for the This virus really smokes that someone could create such a nasty, anti-social Eugene Belfort, computer security officer. Oh my Bitch! What's this?